Hey everybody, what's going on? Welcome to back to the Money with Mark podcast. And in this episode, I want to talk about something that is very important to your wealth, obviously being with uh, the Money with Mark podcast, um, also on YouTube and TikTok and Instagram. Wealth is really important. And what blows my mind away is how we have normalized as a society going and getting a car lease for $400, $500 a month or going and getting a car loan for a car that you buy for $500 a month. That's reasonable. That's like no one would bat an eye twice. People would say, oh, congratulations on the new car purchase, Mark. Glad to see that you're finally driving that that uh, that hatchback Nissan or don't even get me started about like how expensive some of the other cars can get. Um, why is that normal? When... Yet, when I talk to people about saving money and I throw out a number that seems low at $500 a month, and it seems like, oh no, I can't do that. Like, I can't, like, you know how much I'd have to cut back on in order to save that much money every month? I wouldn't be able to go out for dinner. I wouldn't be able to, I'd have to cancel Netflix. I'd have to cancel Netflix, Amazon Prime, and, and my satellite dish and reduce my phone bill by half. It's like, no, what are you doing? Why is it so normalized to be throwing away your money and becoming poorer? That's what spending money is, is you become poorer. You have less wealth when you spend money. I don't care if you're spending it on um, on a fidget spinner or if you're spending it on a, a car loan. When you money leaves your bank account, you're losing money. You're becoming less wealthy, period, end of discussion. So why do I get so much pushback when I talk about personal finances and pushback on people who think it's impossible to save that much money, impossible to save $500 a month, impossible? It's not impossible. And the better question is, why is there so much negative sentiment towards doing something like this? Because doing something like this makes you wealthy. It makes you have more buying power in the future. It makes you have more opportunities in the future, even by saving 500 bucks a month. And let's even take this down to a lower extent too. How much do you pay for your phone bill? If you're in Canada, I know you're paying at least 60 bucks a month for your phone bill. And so now let me ask you this question. Are you saving more money every month than you are spending on a freaking mobile phone? Because the answer for a lot of people is no. And that's a problem. That's a really, really big problem. If you're spending 100 bucks a month on your mobile phone, first of all, you probably live in Canada where we have the most expensive phone rates in the world. It's insane. But second of all, how is it possible that you can somehow manage to fork out 100 bucks for your iPhone 6, but you are somehow incapable of putting away $100 a month into a tax advantage savings account? Let's really think about this, guys. We need to reframe the conversation when it comes to saving money. It's not a bad thing. That's how you become wealthy. I get so frustrated hearing these people talking about how hard it is and how much you need to cut back. And also, one of the things that I really hate is when people say, well, what's the point of being wealthy and having money if I can't spend it on like the things that I like? Okay, well, you're not wealthy right now. If you spend all your money... You're not spending your, your wealth on things that you don't like because you just don't have any wealth to begin with. And 
I really like the analogy when it comes to saving money and you know gaining wealth, which is what saving money is, is becoming wealthier. And I like the analogy of seeing someone out running. So if you see someone outside who's running and jogging and they're fit, they got a six pack, they are no, you know, they're relatively in shape and they're outside running and the amount of people that look at them and say, why are you even running? Like you're already fit. Well, it doesn't work that way. It doesn't work that way at all. You don't go to the gym or go running because you want to become fit. And then once you are fit, you stop running. That's not how it works. It is a lifelong activity. It's something that comes from your hobbies, from your enjoyment. And it's something that you need to enjoy the process of doing. Um, when that comes to your money or your fitness, uh, it's not about the goal of becoming a fit person or becoming a wealthy person. If that's your goal, you're doing it wrong. Your goal should be to have and implement good processes or habits that enable you to become more wealthy over time or that enable you to become more fit over time or to enable you to eat healthier over time. That's really what it breaks down to is it's the habits and processes that make people wealthy, that make people, um, whatever it is, successful at business, successful in your career, successful um, at becoming fit. So let's reframe this conversation into saving as going to the gym. Whenever you put 500 bucks a month away, that's you going to the gym. So let's share this podcast with someone else that you think might need to hear this message because I think it's something that we need to share a little bit more. I hope you guys are all doing well and I'll see you in the next episode. Peace out.